Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 142 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. What's up, guys? Happy long weekend, I guess. Yeah. Because I forgot this was a long weekend. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I never forget a long weekend. <laughs> right. But I, I think because it was like back to school and everything, I was more focused yeah. on that. And I, I get the feeling that's been a lot of people this week. We're, we've been in school already, so it's nothing different mm. for us. Carolina started a couple weeks ago, right? So. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're back in school. We played tennis yesterday. That was about it. It was we were able to go out and play tennis. The whole family played tennis. There was some uh, oh. there was some tennis talk. There was some smack talking at tennis. <laughs> it's the first day. It wasn't miserably hot in quite a while. No, it was nice, and we we played later at night anyway. Um, but I mean, everyone in the house will play. So there was some discussion about who's the better tennis player. So we went out and did that. Well, who who won that argument though? Are, is it just is it you? I mean, it's always me. It's always <laughs> I know that's why I said that's why I said is it you? I just assumed it was. Yeah, I mean, my, my we were playing best of three sets. Um, my one son got close the first time around. We were playing double elimination. The problem is my wife is pretty good, but she has a, a shoulder problem, so it was uh, it was a little bit easier to beat her with a shoulder problem but yeah we all went out there and trooped it was fun it's nice having that extra day it allows everyone to kind of do you know take a one day do nothing sort of thing you know what i mean yeah 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 for sure yeah yeah i mean i it's funny because i was saying this my wife and i were talking about this it's like when you have like a toddler though like you know ha- having the weekends is like usually when you like recharge and relax and all that but like with a toddler it's like non-stop action right like there's no recharging and relaxing it's activity yeah. to activity to activity you know what i mean it's yeah they, they don't care what your schedule is yeah exactly yeah. exactly so i would love to just yeah, hang around the, the thing is it only gets worse so like our upcoming wednesday so my son will have practice at 4 a.m my other son has a game and then my first the the swimmer still has a second practice in the afternoon and then my daughter has tennis practice so that's just wednesday so 4 a.m yeah. practice soccer game tennis practice second swim practice so it doesn't get easier when they get older yeah <laughs> but at least you don't have to actively be playing with them they can kind of they're doing their own thing you know? yeah but sometimes that's worse yeah like when it's a practice like you can go and sit and just watch practice yeah. um the, the one thing though i've been disappointed in as i kind of delve down this rabbit hole of tennis right as my daughter starts she has her first actual um practice for her team and Disney doesn't have tennis tournaments. Like, you know, they have these soccer really? tournaments, they have cheerleading tournaments, they have, and their tennis area at the ESPN is nice. I was just super surprised they have no tennis tournaments. I was actually pretty disappointed that that didn't exist. And I, I don't know why. I don't understand the why of it. Because again, they have soccer tournaments, right? Like, and you know, that they're pretty cool. They have baseball tournaments, they have softball, they have golf, um, all different tournaments for juniors. But no tennis. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know either. I couldn't figure that out, and I was a little disappointed. Now, it seems like there is a lot of tennis that you can play at the different resorts, which is nice, but I think okay. a tennis tournament okay. would be kind of cool. 
So. Yeah, maybe. I mean, do you think it's just not uh, as popular as a sport? Maybe. I mean, I know tennis is popular, but tennis is pretty popular, and they have they have a stadium. So I don't really get it. I think there's one national event there per year. Okay. But that's it. But I would have thought they would have had some sort of tennis, like, you know, junior tennis tournaments, but not to be, not to be. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe someday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I mean, popular or not, like the U.S. Open is on for 12 to 24 hours a day for like over a week, right? <laughs> and people yeah, are watching. Yeah, yeah, so. sure. Yeah. Well, I figured Disney would want to get in on that. <laughs> you'd think so. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think so. <laughs> Well, I just, I wanted to mention, uh, to, to you guys. So like, I remember I mentioned that we were going to do this like kind of last minute trip in November. I mm-hmm. think we talked about that, right? And, and you know, DVC is not really meant for last minute, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and I'm not usually the person that's booking the thing last minute, right? But so the, the time we're going is, is right around Veterans Day and it's, everything was booked. Oddly enough, the week of the, uh, of the anniversary, of the 50th anniversary, like October 1st, there was like lots of availability. I was kind of shocked by that. But then I also remembered that DVC members tend to avoid super busy times, like the plague, right? So, um, so I'm guessing that a lot of DVC members don't want to go that week just because they know it's going to be kind of nuts. But, the week I wanted to go, it was, there was nothing available. So I decided I was going to, you know, stock the availability tool, uh, which, you know, just the, the availability, availability search. And so I was just, you know, literally just sitting there all day, just update, 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 refreshing update, it on, update. was yeah. it on your phone or on your computer or both? I was doing it on my computer. I had it like on one of my monitors as I was working during the day. Like every once in a while, I would just go over and click over and, you know, and just nothing. Just, I mean, literally right. nothing, not a single room. So I decided to try out a DVC app. Have you heard of DVCapp.com? No, I have not. Okay. So I, I, you know, I hate to like promote anybody that I, you know, that we're, we're, uh, you know, not working with specifically, but I mean, it's fine. I'll promote them. But, um, essentially it's kind of like touring plans with the reservation finder, but it's for DVC reservations. So like you have to pay them. Right. But then they mm-hmm. like will send you a text when rooms become available in a specific search that you do, which is kind of cool. I don't know how they're getting this information. I don't know if they just have somebody literally sitting there all day and just checking availability and then updating their site. But, but I will say, so I got two nights of my stay from doing that because I got an alert from them and I popped on the website, booked those. And then one night I got from just, or I know the other two nights I got from just refreshing constantly. So my wife and I had kind of decided we would be fine with just like resort hopping. Like if we were going to stay at a different resort every night, so be it. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because we're still going to, we're going to drop my daughter off at my, at my parents' house because we still don't want to bring her uh, until she can get vaccinated. So, um, we're we're gonna bring her next year hopefully uh but right now this is a short trip we're going with some friends it's like an adult kind of only trip so um i don't know why i mentioned that there was a reason why oh yeah so we don't care about the resort hopping piece because i I, we wouldn't want to do that with a three-year-old but because it's because it's just us we're like all right we'll go from place to place but i have to say saratoga for the win uh, cause Saratoga, <laughs> but here's the weird thing though. Like, I think that I know they were refurbing some of the Saratoga rooms. 
all of a sudden, like a whole bunch of availability showed up for Saratoga. So it didn't feel like it was just one person canceling or even a bunch of people canceling. It almost seemed like they put a bunch of rooms back into the inventory that were being refurbed because all of a sudden there were like several weeks available, like full weeks available. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, that that could make sense. Is yeah, you know, as a building closes down, they take it out of the the points availability, yeah. and then yeah, put it yeah, back I in. can see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it too. I don't know how that necessarily works, and I I had thought that they were completely done. It just seemed weird that all of a sudden it went from no availability, and then the the calendar had like basically the whole month of November was open. It was like in all room categories, not even just one room category, like all the room categories. So it was like. It just was like, okay, this isn't one person canceling. This is them having. It has to be that. I don't know what else yeah. it could be. So yeah, I, I, I can't imagine like a like a convention canceling or something like. Yeah, like yeah that's yeah. what it would have to be, right? On that level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as of right now, we're staying in Saratoga. We got <laughs> this is this is kind of funny though, right? So all that availability, but one of the days was not available, which was Veterans Day itself. The, okay. the, that night, right? So I actually snagged a room at Boardwalk of all places uh, on Veterans Day night. So as of right now, I'm staying Saratoga first night, uh, Boardwalk the next night, and then Saratoga the next two nights. Which would be funny if we got to Saratoga and then had to leave and go to Boardwalk and then come back to Saratoga for two nights. But you know, whatever. I got last minute rooms. I'm using our points. I mean, we have so many points just sitting around, and Saratoga's really cheap it was like 15 a night it's like and that was for a preferred studio so um yeah so i just had to talk about that adventure but i mean that website was was helpful i mean i did have to pay like 16 bucks for it i think or 17 bucks but i was like you know what is it worth is it worth it for not having to sit there and click on the website all day yeah yeah i i I think especially right now because you know like a lot of people are in the same situation as you where um, there's a lot of excess points. It, yeah, something like that does make sense because if you got to use your points anyway. <laughs> well, and I, you know, I was afraid I was going to have to use cash, which I don't mind using cash, right? Like I, I'm fine if I have to use cash, but mm-hmm. when I have all these points sitting around, I want to use the points. I want to get rid of them. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. And yeah, you know, I guess, um, you know, it, it, it sucks. I guess the, this speaks to something, you know, the fact that there's a, a third party doing something like this, it would be really nice if Disney implemented something like this on the search where like you could, you know, fill out criteria and then it would notify you. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, the thing is I've used the touring plans one a bunch of times and it's worked pretty well for me. Although this, when we went in April, didn't get a single notification the entire time. Like, so I got no notifications. So like, it didn't really do anything for me this, like that trip. Right. Right. Now, now the big thing is got, I got to figure out if it makes more sense for us to get annual passes or not. I, I'm not entirely sure with the, and we're going to talk about annual passes, but I'm <laughs> yeah, not entirely sure. Let's, let, let's yeah. sideline that for now. <laughs> yeah. But I, that's, that's the thing I got to figure out. Cause if we're going to go for eight days next year and we're going to come down, I'm going to come down for like a long weekend that, uh, you know, for the for the meetup we're going to do in May, and then we have this trip. Does it make more sense for me at least to get an annual pass, and you know, maybe my wife? But you know, I don't know. We got I got to do the math on that because it's you know it's all different now, right? So, um, 
But yeah, so so now my only focus, my only focus in life now is getting a reservation at Space 220 when the reservations open up. That's the only thing I care about now. So <laughs> that's that's the new thing. And well, plus, you know, filling in that last night with a Saratoga, you know, uh, on Veterans Day. But we'll, we'll see. I'm that's- excited. I, I, we haven't stayed at Saratoga before, so this will check a box off for us. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll be curious to hear what your take is on it. I I feel like... Or well, I, I know Damon's stayed there a lot, but uh I I look at Saratoga kind of the same as like it's not a moderate resort, but because it's so far away, it feels like it's a little detached from just Disney as a whole, right? Yeah, but it's like right next to Disney Springs though. I mean it's like Yeah. I guess I guess yeah, if, you, if you're spending a lot of time at Disney Springs, that's fair. And I I mean we we're used to saying Animal Kingdom too, and so compared to Animal Kingdom Saratoga is right in the middle of everything. I think the bigger thing is that it's so big. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's such a big piece of property. Um, I mean, we're staying in a preferred room. So, you know, that's, we're a little bit closer to everything. We're not like way out there, but I am excited to stay in a refurbished room too. You know, I, I, that'll be nice too. The, the refurbishments, the pictures I've seen have looked really nice. So, um, so I'm excited to, to check that out too. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, listen, it's another, another box to check off. We, we really wanted to stay at Riviera, but for a last minute trip like this, it's like, we, we're going to take what we can get, right? So Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, and then I realized, right? So then I realized, I'm like, oh, okay. So maybe the Christmas uh, food and wine thing will be going on uh, while we're there. And I was like, oh, no, wait. Regular food and wine still going on. Because <laughs> regular food and wine goes till like November 20th. So yeah. I was like, score. We're like right at the end of it. But so then I got excited and started. I went on the, the food and wine app, uh, that, you know, that is out there. The, those that don't know about the food and wine app, if you're going to go to food and wine or any of the food festivals at Epcot, you need to download it. It's not an official Disney app, but it is the best. Has every single booth. What's at the booth? What's in the each dish? How much it costs? You can easily like make a wish list and then the wish list goes onto a map so you can see all the places you want to go. It's, it's the best. So we we were talking about a bunch about uh, Becky and I were talking about that in the Discord talking about how great that app is. So yeah, uh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so that's that's my little upcoming last minute trip. Uh, I, I I'm like I said, I really hope to get a space two twenty reservation. Like that's the only thing that matters to me now. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been waiting for this restaurant for years. I want I I want to go. Even though I also want to eat a lot of food and wine, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a lot of eating that day. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say you may have to make some sacrifices because I, I we uh, we tried to do uh, Garden Grill and Via Napoli in the same day, like oh, way nice. too close together, and it ended up we went to Via Napoli and we ended up not eating half of our meal because we were just way too full. So yeah, because you're yeah. at a buffet, right? So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, or well, it was family know, style, but yeah, family yeah, style. We, you know what I mean. Yeah, a lot of food. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Do you want to start doing some listener questions? Yeah. Let's. Uh, let's start. I just um, wanted to talk about that experience, by the way. And I, I. This is not us vouching for DVCapp.com. I just want to throw that out there. Not that they like are shady or anything. I just don't know how they get their info. And uh, you know, yeah. it's, it's. You know, I, I don't want to be running afoul of Disney, but uh, it's it's a good app to check out. Uh, if you, it's actually not even an app. It's just called DVCapp.com. It's. I, I don't even think they have an app. I. I didn't look to be fair, um, but it is nice to get like text message and email alerts and stuff like that. So. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, and yeah, to, to that point is, you know, th- these third party things, they'll, they'll go along for a while and then they'll work and then Disney will change something that'll shut it down. So shut it down. Y- yeah. I keep mean, that in mind, <laughs> I get a feeling they just have somebody sitting there just clicking refresh and then, you know, filling out the website, like filling out the availability on the website. N- no, there's no way. I, I, it, dude, I, that's, I don't remember who told me this, but that's what, that's what, um, touring plans does with their, their reservation finder. They literally, they pay people to just like sit there and just refresh. Yeah. I, that's, I was shocked by that too. I was like, how do you not have some sort of, yeah. There, there has to be a script or a bot or something doing it. Cause I think so. Yeah. Cause otherwise, yeah. like, like, especially with something like, like DVC reservations, you know, people can snatch those up so fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, <laughs> now I got to get tickets, but uh, we're gonna, like I said, we'll talk about this. But um, yeah. so Dan wrote a lot of questions this week, but I think the we're gonna do Dan's. What's your uh, what's your Disney unpopular opinion? Hmm. Uh, I don't. That's easy. Oh, David, that's yeah, easy. flight of passage. Right, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, David's got a lot. <laughs> flight of passage is stupid. Yep. Uh, that's yeah. probably an unpopular opinion. That's my. That's probably the highest one. Yeah, I figured you'd go with that one. I don't care for Dole Whips. Okay. <laughs> I think I've said that on the show before. Yeah. I don't care for Dole Whips. Yep, it's, it's nothing against a Dole Whip itself. I just don't like pineapple. So. <laughs> okay. Um, There's different flavored Dole Whips, though. So yeah, okay, are you well, categorizing so that, them all? That's a fair point, Damon. I will do an orange swirl. I, I also I, I want to try the watermelon one they have. But uh, the traditional Dole pineapple. Whip I'm not into. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm going to make a very this may actually get a lot of hate, but um ooh, ooh. the the Grand Floridian is <laughs> it's the dumbest resort in my opinion. I the do d- I what does I that think mean, it though? is the worst designed resort. Wow. What do you mean by worst design? Like it's just too plain for you? Like No, it, it's it- it's too over the top. It, it's too like um it like for for being a a resort in Disney, it, it comes off as I don't know. It like it like you know. There's always that comment about you know feels like everyone should be in like you know a suit and a top hat there, but there's always people you know wandering through there in their shorts and sandals. It's me. Yeah, it, it's me. it just doesn't feel <laughs> right to me. But that's but they got to have a place for all like the super rich and famous people to stay, right? So <laughs> mm, well, that was supposed to be the contemporary. Oh yeah, but yeah, contemporaries. Uh, yeah, well, and then yeah, also I, they have the Four Seasons on too. I just I don't like the Grand Floridian. All right, Never that's have. a that's an interesting. <laughs> I, we I don't think we've ever heard that opinion from from you before. No, I well I I usually don't. Uh, you know I I try to you know everyone has their favorite resorts and everything, but I don't like the Grand Floridian. <laughs> All right. There you go. There's your, there's our unpopular opinions. By the way, we did not get a lot of questions this week. I don't know where everyone's at, but like there were like no questions this week. Dan like basically filled in all the questions and then I went and got questions from other places. Yeah. So <laughs> I got questions from our discord is what, where I got questions. So <laughs> all right. Well, that, well yeah. that's good. That's a good reason to have the discord. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So do you want to read Julie's? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Julie says, uh, WDW has 50 rides in all four parks. 40 of those rides will be included in Genie Plus. What 10 rides do you think will be exclusive to the Lightning Pass system? 
So I saw forty plus rides is what is what I saw. Like I mm-hmm. so I don't know if forty is going to be the final number there. I think it's probably you know I'm, I'm sure there's probably ten rides that are like in betweeners that they're trying to figure out right, right. whether they want to include those or not. So that's a good question though. It's I I, I need I feel like I should have pulled up the list of the ones that they said for Genie already. You know. Yeah. So. I guess just think like, you know, thinking off the top of my head, uh, like at each park, there's really only, yeah, there's really only one or two rides that I would deem lightning lane. So yeah, yeah, I'm wondering where 10 rides is coming from. Cause so let's, I just found something on uh, WDW magazine. I'm going to throw this out there of confirmed lightning lane attractions. And then, uh, not confirmed fast pass rides likely to be lightning lane. So that's interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I, but they, when they're saying lightning lane, okay. So they're, okay. So they're calling lightning lane included with, with genie plus and they're saying unconfirmed individual attraction. So that's, that's what we're talking about there. So yeah, their guess here is space mountain, slinky dog, avatar, expedition, Everest test track and ratatouille. So the, the we have a couple of these that were announced already though, right? So Ratatouille was already said that it was going to be one, and then we know that Rise of the Resistance is going to be one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think Sleep- the Smuggler's Run would be in there too? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Smuggler's Run they've already said will be part of Genie Plus. Oh, okay. They they actually announced they can, that one's confirmed. I think. Yeah. Okay. So so Lightning Lane only rides. Individual yeah. attraction rides is what we're looking at here, right? Yeah. So the ones yeah. that you have to pay the one-off for that's not included in in Genie Plus. Yeah, Rise of the Resistance makes sense. Flight of Passage makes sense. I know Damon, you you disagree, but it still makes sense. Um, I don't know if Everest does personally. No, I don't. I don't think Everest does. Not because as that not line as a, is, can be short. That line can be really short. Cause yeah, it, not, they, not as a lightning lane exclusive. It just, yeah, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Because the idea of this is the super long lines, right? And like Everest, you can, you know, can can fluctuate under a half hour often, I feel like. Yeah. I, I wonder if, I wonder if people are assuming that something being on Genie Plus and something being lightning lane are exclusive. Yeah, I don't know. I think I, that's I, what, I don't know if they said that or not, though. Like, you know. Yeah, I, I think maybe that's the thing that that we're overlooking here is that everyone's assumed that well, be, if it's on, if it's on Genie Plus, then you won't have the option to pay for the individual fast pass for it. But I wonder if the, what they're going to do is maybe for something like Everest, because yeah, at at some points it is very quick, but then you know maybe on busier days it may be uh, that they do offer that because they know that it's busier and they know that. Uh, you know, if, if Genie Plus is full and, and all that, that, hey, you know, we can offer, you know, you want to skip this line, you you pay the extra lightning lane pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so I could see that, but I could, I again, I can't see them, I can't see them doing that only. Like, that would be crazy because then there's there would be no fast pass line because I, I can't, Everest has been around long enough, I can't imagine people paying to get on it like that yeah yeah i would agree and and it's important to remember too that they 
made it to so that it's a maximum of two uh, that you can pay for a day, right? Yeah. So I wonder if that means they're going to limit it to two per park. You know what I mean? That are on the individual only. I don't know. But then that that still doesn't mean 10 rides because there's only four parks. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, and that's why I don't think it's going to be 10 rides because they said 40 plus attractions is what I read. And and this article also says 40 plus. So I I think there's some that they're still trying to figure out. Like Space Mountain is a tough one. You know, that's a ride that has long lines a lot. But like you're saying is, you know, uh, uh, an older ride. Right. But it's also a classic that everybody wants to ride. Right. So it's. Yeah. And and I guess, yeah, fair point. But, uh, you know. Everest hasn't aged the same way as Space Mountain has. What do you mean? Like Everest is just you're saying Everest is like not cool anymore? Like <laughs> Well, because of the you know, disco yeti and all that, I, I think that it doesn't get the same hype that Space Mountain does. Sure, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like test track is a definite, right? Like test track is definitely gonna be an individual one. I yeah, think. I can see test track. Um, I can also see they, they may be also thinking future with uh, like Guardians of the Galaxy. That I can definitely see being a lightning. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. At least at first. Like, I also think there's going to be movement with some of these, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Remember, I mean, when they did the tiering system, they used to re tier rides, right? And so, like, I could, this is going to be similar. Like, I think there's, they could start off with the Guardians ride as being an individual attraction and then later move it into Genie Plus if they feel like it makes sense, you know? And, and and that, yeah, that was kind of what I was saying there as well was that, uh, yeah, you know, like Everest is another example of that where, um, it may not even be that, you know, they, they just move it out of a tier, but it may be that they flip back and forth on it depending on the time of year. Yeah. What about Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror? Those two feel mm-hmm. like two that should also be on there. Well, that would be dumb because, uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> because Hollywood Studios, if, if, so if you did Rise of the Resistance and those two rides, that's like half the park. Yeah. <laughs> and slinky in terms dog, of right? rides yeah and slinky that's, dog yeah that's that's the problem right now though is hollywood studios has like basically you know four of the busiest rides at all the parks right yeah between riser well it, you might even throw mickey and minnie in there too i mean it's you know that's why it was hard for a while to get park reservations to to hollywood studios because that's where everybody wanted to go because it's you know where a lot of this newer stuff was and yeah, yeah. It, it's it's really in a bad situation there because it is it's the most popular stuff right now, but there's also the least amount of um overflow rides or yeah, overflow yeah. attractions, right? Like there's well, yeah. Like I know Especially there's like with the, the shows. shows not going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Beauty and the Beast is going on, Frozen's going on. I think the only one we're missing at this point is probably Indiana Jones and Phantasmic, right? Yeah, but but even at that, the problem with those is that they're they're at set times, so it's not like yeah, yeah. it's a big difference between, um, you know, like with Space Mountain, you've got that, but then right nearby, you've got the uh, you've got uh, the Tomorrowland Speedway, you've got the People Mover, you've got um, Buzz Lightyear. So so there there's other smaller, I shouldn't say smaller rides, but there's other rides that will, you know. It gives people options, whereas in Hollywood Studios, it's like, well, you're either lining up for one of these rides or nothing. Like yeah. there, there's nothing else yeah. there to to give you the choice. So it, yeah, I that would suck if they if Hollywood Studios was basically like half Lightning Lane. 
yeah, I guess we're gonna we're gonna find out. I feel like they need to come up with a different name for the individual attraction piece because, like, we're I, the Lightning Lane piece also applies to the Genie Plus stuff. It doesn't does it not? It, it, I mean, because the Lightning Lane is just the new Fast Pass Lane. Well, no, I thought I thought that there was the Genie Plus, which was you know you you can. Yeah, yeah. But I guess we'll have to see. Uses the lightning lane, the, the, right? But that, but then there's a paid lightning lane. <laughs> yeah, but then there's well. a paid lightning lane. That's what I'm saying. They need a separate. Right. They they need a separate name for that. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. But you know, because it's confusing now. But I mean, we'll we'll find out. I guess I'm hoping that this new system's in place by the time, which I think it will be. There. They, I mean, they said fall. So I mean, when I go in November and I can really kind of give it like a review. You know, I I would expect it'll be active by the fiftieth. That's what I would guess too. Yeah. Yeah. So we got about. So we're going to find out more about this soon. We're gonna we're gonna have confirmation of this soon. But yeah. It will be interesting to see. I I just don't. I think they're gonna. I really do think they're gonna limit the individual attraction ones. Um. So I, I you know we're gonna have to see. I, I we're really gonna have to see. I I really just I don't know. But I mean I I think what they're going for here. And, and, you know, the, the idea of this surge pricing is going to, they're not going to do it for rides that don't have consistently long lines, you know? Although that's not the only factor either, right? Because if you did it for just long lines, then, you know, you'd have Peter Pan on there too. <laughs> so, true. But, Ooh. or, and Splash Mountain. I mean, Splash that, Mountain's always super long. So, yeah, that, that would suck if you had to pay. But for they, those I think two. they also know that no one's paying individually for either one of those, right? Yeah, maybe. I, I guess, yeah. You get a couple people, but just not everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Th- that That's a whole other discussion, I think. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But, so, um, <laughs> yeah, why don't we, why don't we keep going here? Um, so Julie actually has another question, which, um, so, so she says, I apologize if this has been asked or discussed previously. I'm not a DVC member, but I'm interested. What is your advice to people? looking at buying DVC, are there any important details we should know before buying? Um, I f- we've done this a lot, but it's been a while. So, yeah. I, and I think it's good that we kind of do this kind of stuff occasionally. Right. Yeah. And, and I think so at, at a high level, um, and, and this has always been uh, something that we've said is that you have to really look at your situation around vacations. Like it's, yeah. you know, we, we say this all the time. It does not fit everybody. It does not make sense for everybody's, um, vacation habits. Um, the only other thing I'll say on that as well is, you know, don't just look at what you're doing in the next year or two years, because yeah. if you're buying into DVC, it's a long-term thing or it, it, it has to be a long-term thing if you're going to get the benefit out of it. Yep. Yeah. And I, I would say too, I mean, we've, we've talked about this a bunch, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's always good to do a lot of research, uh, I think it might be a good idea for you to maybe try before you buy, meaning like rent somebody else's points and try that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, also like what I was just talking about, if you guys are the type that do last minute trips, yeah, it's not the best for that, right? It's just exactly. not. It's not the best for super last minute trips. It's good if you can, you know, book something far ahead of time. Uh, you know, that's gives you more flexibility. Um, but you know, I, I think you really need to look at what resort you want to buy into and, and decide what matters to you too, right? So a lot of people say buy where you want to stay. 
you know, we talked about that before. I, I used to bring that up a lot. And then, and then David said to me one time, how many times have you stayed at your home resort? And I was like, Oh yeah, never. So, <laughs> but I mean, now I do with Animal Kingdom. Like when I have Animal Kingdom, I stay there, but I never book 11 months ahead of time. Like I, I don't think I've ever done that in the history of having DVC. And, and I'm exactly on the opposite side of that, which is, you know, that's the Your whole situation's point. different though. You're yeah. traveling internationally. It's a, right. it's a different, yeah. And, and that's the whole point is that, you know, everybody has their own way of doing things and their own way of traveling. So yeah, you have to really look at how you do it and yeah, crunch the numbers, do the research. Um, don't just buy into it thinking, you know, Oh yeah, next year I'm going to go and this will be great. You have to think about it beyond, um, just the, the short term, uh, yeah results right so yeah and i i you know i'd also say just remember too that uh you know it's it's a it's a high cost on the front end and that you're going to have those dues every year and that you know the dues do go up and it's it, they you know the the points again you got to make sure that you're looking at it too we t- we talked to the, about this before about making sure that you're buying enough points for your typical stay right so the points change yep so you could end up where, and, and I think, I mean, I don't remember the last time we talked about this, but the points can be reallocated throughout the year to, to spread out demand more. So, you know, what your trip might have cost you 100 points at one point, and then they change it, and now it costs you 120 points. And so it's, you really got to make sure that you are getting enough for you and your family. You also have to decide whether, you know, it's more important to you to buy direct or buy, you know, to buy resale. Like if, if the resale savings that you're getting are worth it, uh, you know, for, for losing, you know, whatever benefits you get with buying direct. So there is a lot to consider. I would say do your research. Think about it a lot. You know, there's a lot of websites out there about it. There's a lot of podcasts out there about it. Um, you know, there's, a, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to get to Becky's question? Because honestly, I don't think I can answer it as well as you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good question. Um, and, and I just stole this out of the Discord. She wasn't even asking this as a question for the show. She just asked it to the group. And I'm just like, I'm just going to steal this as a question. Uh, so Becky is actually leaving. I think she's going to listen to this as she's on the plane. So hi, Becky. Uh, <laughs> she'll, she'll be on her way to Disney World. But she says, I'm no novice to an adult WDW vacation. But my husband and I will go without the five kids next week for the first time since our honeymoon. Any food beverages you want to recommend are welcome. I know what I usually do on a kidless trip. So I'd love to hear from others. Also, can we keep the current crowds light, please? <laughs> or keep the current crowds, please? Because they've been very light. I don't know if you guys have been watching, but it seems like there's been nobody at the parks. Although now it's a holiday. But I do think everybody is waiting for the, the 50th. So yeah. And school started back up. So you're going to have, you know, less people. But I'm just trying to think of uh, some of the things. I mean, you know, I, I think just a- alcohol, anything. I mean, like... <laughs> Like, if you want to drink around the world, go do that. I mean, oh, that's another thing I didn't bring up, by the way, is the people I'm going with, um, namely my sister, says to me, she goes, so are we going to drink around the world? And I'm like, oh, I said I'd never do that again. Like, I can't. I don't know if I could do that again at this age. Like, I just, it's it's too rough. But then again, last time I did it over two hours. If I do it over the whole day, maybe it won't be bad. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, get some walking in between, get some water in between. <laughs> well, that's we said we'd have mandatory water and food stops, you know, yeah. just to make sure. Um, 
Cause I, you know, we don't, we don't want to get ourselves into, into trouble. So, uh, but anyway, so I, I mean, I don't know. This is tough. I, I saw some people recommend, um, baseline tap house. I think that's a good option. Uh, that's a, that would be a cool place to go. Um, I'm trying I, you know, I, it, it's a tough question. Cause I, I, I mean, you can really just get drinks anywhere you want, right? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I guess it's, uh, hmm. I would do some nice dinners too, personally. Like I would eat yeah. at some signature restaurants. Like not that you can't do that without, you know, with kids, but I well, feel like it's a little different when it's just a, you can have like a nice romantic dinner with just you and your spouse, you know? Yeah. I, I will say, you know, you know, we definitely enjoy going out with our son for dinner, you know, the three of us, but, um, yeah, you know, sometimes you just want to go, like, like you said, you know, you want to go and have just a meal and, and it does open itself up because, you know, if you're, you know, the difference between, you know, as Becky says, she's got, she's got five kids. Yep. There's a lot of restaurants that are, are out of scope at that point. Like you're not taking five <laughs> kids to like La Cellier or something like that. Or, so, or you know, a California grill or uh, yeah. Narcoosies or, you know, like exactly. You know. So, yeah. so yeah, you know, that, that kind of stuff is definitely uh, an option. Um, yeah, sorry. I, I've haven't done, I've never done a, an adults only trip yeah. to Disney. So I don't even have any frame of reference there myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we could tell you. I mean, if anybody has some ideas here, you know, anybody that's in the Discord, post them in the Discord, or you can post this on Facebook too. Uh, yeah. But Becky's going to be there. She promised she's going to share some stuff. So we'll be looking forward to seeing some stuff from Becky's trip. So, okay. So that's all of our listener questions for the week. Um, and Dan's probably going to be like, I posted four questions. Why did you only read one? I'm going to be like, because the other ones weren't very good, Dan. Sorry. That's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. We're allowed Dan. to pick the questions. I know. Yeah. Dan knows we love him. <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to pretend I understand what's going on with this next news item. <laughs> but I, cause I, listen, a lot of the minutiae of like DVC, like, you know, we, we understand how DVC works, but there's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background that is, is not, you know, our forte. But I just want to read this. This is, by the way, I want to attribute this to DVC News because this isn't like an official thing that came up from Disney. This is from DVC News, which is a great website. I use it all the time to, to mm-hmm. kind of catch up on like DVC stuff because they pay attention to a lot of things. Uh, you know, especially some of the other Disney blogs don't. So, um, they're reporting that several owners of uh, Disney's Old Key West have received, uh, solicitation from Disney Disney Vacation Club to buy back their ownership interest, which is really interesting. Like they're literally saying to them, we notice you haven't been utilizing your DVC resort. Um, you know, and they said, you know, if, if your, if your family has decided that DVC isn't right for you, we'd welcome the opportunity to speak to you and to sell back your inter- ownership, inter- ownership interest at Old Key West. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they're also paying 10% over what they would, typically pay which is still not as good as resale yeah that's actually yeah (laughs) that's true yeah but the the interesting thing here so this they're saying the interest in old key west points likely relates back to the contract extension offered to owners uh, a decade ago the resort was originally sold to expire 2042 in 2007 they offered an additional 15 years of ownership extending the contract until 2057 the cost for the extension uh, which at the time was 35 years away, was 15 per point and later raised to 25. Members not interested in the extension were asked to sign a quit claim deed granting DVC rights to the additional 15 years. 
their contract still runs out at uh, 2042, but um, those Disney, that didn't opt to it, yeah, Good. yeah. So, so it just means that that they they forfeit their contract at that point, and then Disney has yeah. another 15 years to resell it. That's so messy. <laughs> um, they're mentioning that they that uh, this site is saying that they they've done some research and found that only twenty percent of voter owners took them up on the offer. Um, so yeah, so that's basically what DVC itself is able to reacquire twenty forty two contracts via foreclosures and right of first refusal. Combine them with the additional fifteen years and sell the points to new owners at the twenty fifty seven end date. Yeah, that's such an interesting strategy that they're doing here. <laughs> Well, I, I mean that that's not that's not just this uh, this thing that they're doing. I mean that's uh, what they're saying is that's an overall strategy that Disney yeah, yeah. has. But I think in this particular case, the the way I'm reading this is they know that you know for the last year and a half or so, people haven't been using their their contracts, and I think they're kind of playing to you know some people maybe at that point where they haven't been going long enough that they're questioning why they still have their DVC contract. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think, you know, Disney is also playing to people that, you know, won't actually think about it and won't look at resale that they'll just, you know, Hey, we'll buy back your points. You know, it seems safe, right? You know, the, the problem with, uh, or the thing I guess people don't understand with, with resale is that, um, they, they feel like, you know, selling your points. Well, yeah, you, you know, you may not get, the what you think you should get for it, but because it, you know, it's like a real estate thing. So there's room for yeah. negotiation, but at the end of the day, as the seller, you know, there, there is always right of first refusal, which means that Disney always has the opportunity to buy back your points. You don't lose anything at that point, but what Disney's doing here is they're saying, Hey, you know, we'll buy back your points just, you know, right now, you know, no hassle or not no hassle, but you know, you know, kind of get that knee jerk reaction out of people and they're they're using it to definitely build up a bank of points that they can sell right like i i yeah. feel like this is definitely a strategy for them going into the next year or two as things start to return to normal is you know they they want to have a stock of of dvc points that they can put out there for people that you know, like, like even like I'm, re I'm reading this, this, uh, this email, you know, they're saying we recently noticed that you haven't been utilizing your, your Disney vacation club resort. So they're, they're kind of saying, Hey, you know, there's, if there's people sitting on points that aren't using them, that's costing them money, not just, you know, um, or well, I mean, it doesn't cost them anything if people aren't using their points, but what it does cost them is people aren't buying park tickets, um, food, sure. souvenirs, all that kind of stuff. So they want to get people, they want to get those contracts to people that will actually use them. Yeah. So that that's what I'm reading here is that they're trying to get rid of people that, that don't use their contracts and get interested people into it. But then of course in the middle there, you know, or they're making themselves the middleman instead of relying on the resale market to do it. It's just so interesting that they're, actively going after this you know usually they're yeah. acquiring these contracts passively right through right of first refusal foreclosures like it was saying but the fact that they're actively solicitate solicit why, why am i blanking soliciting soliciting yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is this solicitating yeah. <laughs> oh man uh so but the fact that they're actively doing that like is just is interesting it's just a different you know different kind of thing so 
It's yeah. Again, I, I feel like I said that this is them positioning for um, things going back to normal. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a preemptive thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if next year they have some, some great deal on, on points or direct points, especially, yeah, something like old Key West, right? You know, they, they want to try yeah. and get people back into a resort like that because it is one of the older resorts. But, um, you know, this is the time to incentivize people to do so. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so go check out that article on DVC News if you're interested. I, I just thought that was an interesting thing, and it was some some interesting DVC stuff there, so. It doesn't affect me. And, and yeah, that they're really only yeah, it focused doesn't affect on me either. Yeah. yeah. They're focused on, on old Key West at the moment, but I guess that's not to say at some point that they couldn't look at other resorts. So, but I, I think this is really specifically around that those extended because this is like the only resort where they did that extension of 15 years. I feel like that's what they're going for here because that offers them an advantage to buy yeah. some of these back. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think that's kind of. I, I'm, I don't think they're going to do that with other ones. I, I, I'm just thinking it's only, but I mean, I could be wrong. You, you might be right. They might be doing it with more. So, yeah, I think it. Hmm, yeah, well, we'll have to see as as time moves along here. That uh, I could see Saratoga definitely happening at some point. Maybe, but yeah, some of the other smaller resorts, maybe not so much. I think it's just because of the fact that it it is a large resort and they don't want to have a bunch of unused inventory sitting there. Yeah, maybe. All right, so Fab Fifty, we're almost done. By the way, there's I think there's only four left. Oh, I'm really? Thinking. I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, we're almost there. Um, so I'll just run through these really quick. Well, go ahead. No princesses. Still no princesses. It's I think I just think there's going to be no princesses. Like there's just hmm. just think they're not going to do it. But so we got uh, Pua and Hey Hey from uh, from Moana. Moana. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got Miguel from Coco. All right. Mm-hmm. That's a, which inter- which is interesting cons- considering they did Dante. Like, why wouldn't they do them together? I don't know. Yeah, that, do they really feel like it was necessary to have two from from Coco? I don't know. Well, but, but it's funny because like you know, right before that, Pua and Hey Hey. Like, why? Yeah, for for different movies, why split them up? Yeah, yeah. Which also is interesting too because like Hey Hey is a big part of the movie, but Pua is not. Pooh is like a very small part of that movie. Like Pooh is in the very beginning and like the end, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, but they sold Pooh plushies because yeah, Pooh is adorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, Lady and the Tramp feels that that feels that's, right. That's classic. That's fair. Yeah. Here's where we get a little sticky. Yeah. <laughs> Groot and Rocket. Listen, I actually like this. I'm I'm in in on this. I like it. Uh, I, and I, I know why they're doing it. They're doing it because of the new Guardians ride. And that's where they're putting it is right in front of the Guardians ride. I know people are going to be like Fat 50, really. But I I, I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah, but it, it's Marvel and Groot and Rocket are not originally a Disney IP. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Like that's... But they are now. <laughs> I know. And, and it's the same problem as like Star Wars. But it, it's... You know what, though? Yeah. Here's the thing. You could make somewhat of an argument that it is an original disney ip and i'll I'll tell you why so even though they were from the comic books those guardian the guardians the first guardians movie didn't happen until after disney owned marvel right and even though they were in the comic books one way you know they're different in the movies than they necessarily were in the comics so it's it's almost like they created a new character inspired by the comics kind of thing you know what i mean 
that that's some weird spider verse logic i mean i'll i think it makes sense i think I'll, it makes I'll, sense i'll let it <laughs> go cuz you know the <laughs> multiverse thing is multiverse yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like okay, I, but I know what so you're, you're saying. Just, it's just uh, it seems okay. okay I'm fine. But okay, let me. But let me say. Okay, but, but hold on. So let me use a different example. So let's go with BB-8, right? So Star Wars, right? They didn't make those new movies until after Disney acquired them, and then after Disney acquired them, BB-8 was created. Therefore, in my mind, BB-8 is original Disney IP. Okay, but then how do you explain R2? Not original Disney IP. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my point. Is that's that. what I'm saying though. Like, I, no, I'm just, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I'm making the same argument with Groot and Rocket is like they created those characters. I mean, the characters again, they existed in the comic books, right? So it's not like they created them from scratch, right? But from everything I've read about it, it does seem that Groot and Rocket are a little bit different in the movies than they are in the comics. So I don't know. Whatever, I like this one. I think they look like cool statues. <laughs> but I know a lot of people are going to hate on this one, so. Yeah, I just, I, I'm still hung up on them claiming Fab 50 and, yeah. There's no princesses at all, yeah. It does, yeah, it, it, a lot of it just doesn't make sense. And, yeah, Dante and I will say is this, one that doesn't make sense. The, that one just doesn't make sense. The Rocket Fab 50 one, the, the face needs a little more detail. Oh, you think so? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't like yeah but i mean maybe you can only get so many details because they actually showed um they showed like the process of making them like the, they were like molds so mm-hmm. like they didn't like carve them or anything you know like they didn't like have an artist do the like they were used they were like poured into molds so maybe you well, can only but, get so much detail doing it that method i don't know yeah somebody still had to design that mold it's just i i, I think that they tried to because they tried to do the fur on his face it just really took away a lot of the detail and it looks, yeah. Maybe it just looks that way though in the picture too. It could be. Yeah. I guess, I guess yeah. You, pictures don't always show everything, but right now it, it almost looks like, a, um, <laughs> it looks like a knockoff Disney thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do think it's the comments are pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, on this Instagram post, the first one says, when I think of Epcot, I think of Rocket and Groot. Makes sense. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I think they're being sarcastic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, don't you, don't you think of Guardians when, you I know, do. when someone I says do, Epcot? Yeah. yeah. I do. I do. Always. All right. So now we got Bambi and Thumper again. Makes sense. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with that one. Now, this one, I don't get either. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Frozone. I don't get Frozone. Like, I, Frozone's a cool character, right? But like, yeah. how do you have Frozone and none of the incredible other, like the actual Incredibles family? You have Frozone and you have End of Mode, right? That's the only two people you have from that, those movies. Yeah. You know, the, the more that I'm, at least give thinking, me Jack Jack. At least give me Jack Jack. Come on. Yeah. The, the more <laughs> that I'm thinking about it, the, this entire, like, the, the vast majority of, of, um, characters listed on this Fab 50 are like, they're supporting characters in a lot of yeah. these movies. Like, a lot it, of them are, yeah. So, so they call it the Fab 50, but it's more like the B list. <laughs> I mean, I think they're being pretty deliberate here. I think they're doing the, the, picking these for specific reasons. Right. Um, you know, but I, it just, it's just feels odd. I don't know. It just feels odd to me. The, it, it's no longer the Fab 50, it's the Mickey and the B list. 
<laughs> Mickey that, that sounds like that sounds like a band from Yeah, totally. <laughs> Mickey and the B-list, yeah. That that that's what this it's a 50-piece ensemble of, you know, Mickey Mouse and some other characters. <laughs> I think I think I'm just a little bit mad that Frozone's there and Dante's there and we don't have a single Muppet character. Not one. Yeah. Like that's give me a-, a Muppet character. That's a good point, you know, for as much as they, they like Muppets gets its moment every once in a while, but yeah, there's no, you know, Kermit could have been in here quite easily. I, how do they not have Kermit? Like, I mean, listen, there's still four left to announce. So a Muppet character could be in there, right? I mean, it's, I think there's four left. I, I, I could be wrong about that. I don't know what order these were in. I, I know there were some left, so I, well, I don't. I yeah. So so following that logic, it'll be like Sweetums or something like that. What? Why would yeah? Oh, you're following following the B character. Thing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying. I I think you got to go Kermit if you're going to do. Even though Kermit's not my favorite Muppet, like I feel feel like you kind of have to go Kermit, right? But they haven't done that. That's my point. Is the- well, no, I'm just saying if you're gonna do a, I like if they were gonna do a Muppet character, I feel like you have to go Kermit at least, and then maybe Miss Piggy. Like you could do them together. You know, you could like have them sitting on the log together. You know, and singing Rainbow Connection or whatever. But like, you know what I mean? Like you could do that. But I, I just feel like it's it's a missed. Yeah, it's a missed one. But again, maybe they're gonna announce one of those. It just feels weird to leave that for the end. But again, Frozone and Don, like, what are they doing with those? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Frozone's always been, like, even when the original movie came out, he, yeah, he was a supporting character, but the fact that Samuel L. Jackson, that's, that's part of, yeah, voiced him. Yeah. It, it definitely, Frozone stuck, I think, in a lot more people's minds than The Incredibles overall. Sure. So I, I can see this one, but yeah, some of the other ones just, I don't know. I was saying in the Discord, it's like even like the Dante one is weird to me because I feel like Dante wasn't really that big of a part of Coco. I feel like you could have gone with the others. The other uh, was a spirit animal, whatever they are, they're mm-hmm. called. Um, the other one, the the bigger one. I feel like that one had a, the and I cat. forget what its name was. Yeah, the cat one. Like yeah. that one had a bigger part in the movie. I feel like than Dante did. Yeah. Like, and that one's at least cool looking. You know, like Dante's just a dog. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's all confusing to me. Yeah. I feel like I want to point out something about Coco that people may overlook, but I also don't want to bum anybody out either. (laughs) What? what? (laughs) So so Dante became a spirit animal, right? Yeah. Oh, so he's dead. This is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't cross back over with uh, with Miguel, right? (laughs) Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, sorry. To be fair, Dante wasn't really his dog though, right? Dante was just kind of like a stray that He, he was liked. a stray, but yeah, he unfortunately, yeah. Listen, I like all the Coco stuff. I think Coco's a really great movie. I I really like that movie quite a, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um and I would like to see more of it. You know, like I'd like to see more of it uh in the parks. So, I I'm I'm not against the Coco statue. Like I think that's cool to have that there. But it's just weird that we have that. I like it almost makes me feel like they have to be doing something else for the princesses. Like they haven't announced something that they're going to do with the princesses. Like it just doesn't make sense to me that you have Miguel and no Anna and Elsa, right? Like I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it and just Olaf and yeah, it's again, like it's I said it's the, you know they they did like the the you know Mickey and the the typical 
um, you know, the, whatever it is, the Fab yeah, yeah, yeah. Six or Fab Five, or I can't remember what they. Well, and it's it one in. thing though. Yeah, well, it's one thing if you're going to say no humans, right? But that's not what yeah. happened here. We have humans all throughout. This, yeah, right? the, the the entire thing to me is just, you know, they they pick some obvious ones like like Mickey Mouse and and that whole thing, and then the rest is like, yeah, it, it's it's like supporting characters. They they just didn't, and I I guess maybe that might be why they went that way is that. If they went with main characters, there may be arguments around who's who's better fitted who's to be that, on the yeah, list. Yeah. Whereas the the fact that it's all like B list, it's kind of like okay, you know, yeah, you know, give give them a shot, right? <laughs> but at the same time, a lot of like the the side characters are like some of the more popular characters, right? Like, yeah. if you think about it, right? Because a lot of those. Like Olaf is probably the more popular character of anybody from 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 Frozen, right? I mean, Olaf is extraordinarily popular. Not that Anna and Elsa aren't. I'm just saying, like, if you look at it, he's the side player, but he's very popular. Yeah. Which re- which reminds me, I think what's happening for Halloween this year is my daughter's going to be Elsa, my wife is going to be Anna, and I'm going to be uh, Olaf. So that's a thing that's probably going to happen this year. There'll probably be pictures of me dressed as Olaf. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fun no, to have go completely reason. left field, and uh, uh, what's the reindeer's name? Sven. Sven. Yeah. Yeah. Do Sven. <laughs> just, just well, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I had suggested to my daughter that I be Kristoff, and she said, "No, you Olaf." So, and I was like, "Okay." I mean, that's fair. I have. I'm the shape of Olaf, so I mean, I, I think I probably I'm better off <laughs> as Olaf than. Than Kristoff. Probably better, an easier costume, too, anyway. Uh, So, all right. So, let's go ahead and do our ad here. Okay. So, uh, DVC Rental Store, and we were talking earlier, you know, about about trying before you buy, right? Trying before you buy DVC. This is a great way to do it. Uh, The DVC Rental Store, a world of DVC company, offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to 60% off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. Uh, DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. And of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. Let's talk about these new annual passes, huh? I, oh, you know, I hate I, when Disney announces stuff on a Monday and then we have to wait a whole week to talk yeah. about it. That's somebody in the group was like, "You guys should record on Mondays and release on Tuesdays." It's like, well, you know, this doesn't always happen that way. <laughs> yeah, know? I mean, there, there's no rhyme or reason to when they actually announce stuff. It, so, you know, we could record any day of the week and we would always miss things. That's yeah, that's exactly true. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember when we first started, when we used to release shows on, and when we used to record because I don't really remember. Because I don't feel, I feel like it wasn't Mondays at first. It was like Tuesday or some random. Yeah, I, I think we started with Tuesday, but yeah, Mondays make more sense, right? Yeah, start your week off with us. Uh, exactly. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about this. Um, so you know, we kind of speculated for a little while that there probably would be some changes to the annual pass holder program, right? Mm-hmm. Which there are. <laughs> yeah. Not terror. I mean, not not a lot, right? I mean, it's not that much. I don't think. Well, th- there's now four tiers instead of three, I guess would yeah. be the first big standout thing for this. Yeah. Good. Do you want to? Um, sorry, I'm trying to find the 
the I don't remember the naming. I only remember the. I got it. Uh, Okay, yeah. <laughs> Disney Pixie. So the so the the lowest tier is the Disney Pixie Dust Pass. That one is three ninety nine plus tax. Uh, Florida residents can do monthly on that one. Um, that is visit one or more Disney World resorts on most weekdays uh, with an advanced park reservation, sub- subject to blackout dates. Now, listen, because this is the lowest tier pass, most likely a lot of the holidays or periods are going to be blocked out. So, uh, you know, like your, your Christmas, your Thanksgivings, uh, your, you know, New Year's, uh, probably spring break will be blocked out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have the calendar in front of me, but that's probably the case. Now, this also allows you to hold up to three park reservations at a time. So, you know, it's interesting. We talked about the reservation system and, and why they might keep it. Now I'm realizing the reason they're keeping it is for the annual passes. <laughs> yeah. It's this, a, it's a control the, point for, it is. for APs. Yeah. It's exactly right. I hadn't thought about it being that before, but I, that's exactly why they're doing it. Um, and so this is three park reservations at a time available to Florida residents only. Then we have the Disney Pirate Pass. This one is $6.99 plus tax. Um, again, same kind of situation, different blackout dates. Um, and this one, you get four reservations at a time. Again, Florida residents only for this one. And then you have the Disney Sorcerer Pass. This one is $8.99 plus tax. This one, you can hold up to five park reservations at a time. And this one's available to Florida residents and DVC members. So this is the DVC member pass. Now, this is your new this your is new gold, gold pass. pass. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, no word on whether we're going to get a discount on this, but I'm assuming because they specifically call out DVC members that this is the price. Yeah. Right? That would be my assumption. Mm-hmm. And then we have the Disney Increda Pass. That one is twelve ninety nine plus tax, and that one is no blackout dates, five reservations at a time. So basically, you're just eliminating the blackout dates. That's if you want to use your annual pass during, you know, the week of Christmas, the you know, whatever. Yeah, and and that's you know when you talk about the blackout dates, like looking at it going into the end of twenty twenty one, they they've blacked out Thanksgiving and Christmas at this point. Yep. So yeah, that's that's pretty much yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, now, things that are, that did go away, uh, there's no more free uh, um, photo pass. That is gone. So we don't have that anymore. That is that is an add-on now that if you want to do, you can. Uh, which, but it's it's yeah. $99, which is still cheaper than getting a regular photo pass. Yeah, and I think only, I mean, does everybody have to get it? Or does only, I mean, one person in your party? I, I would assume it's the same as as it was where only one person has to get it because like, you know, I went with eight people and we only bought a single photo pass. It was attached to my account and everybody used it. So yeah, that would make sense. It's just like one, one of them applies to all the people in your party. Yeah. Um, And, and I think that's the key is that as long as you're all going together, then you only need one. But if, if for whatever reason, you know, if you have different, you know, you're splitting it up for whatever reason, then yeah. So you do also get parking for free, though, and mm-hmm. you're still going to get uh, savings of up to 20% on dining, merchandise, and, and more. Um, and there's also going to be random times where they give people bonus reservations, like the ability to get into bonus reservations. So that's something. Um, and then it looks like the water parks pass is again, it's another add on. So it's like, if you want to, if you want to access to water parks, you, I forget how much it was. I don't know if it was also $99 or what it was, but. Um, that's, let me see if I can pull it. Yeah, they don't say it in the announcement, right. oddly enough. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Basically, it, it should translate to if you go to the water park twice in a year, it pays for itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the water parks and sports option is 99. So, yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. Um, so 
Yeah, and so listen, everybody that currently has annual pass, you can keep yours until it expires. Then you're going to have to renew into one of these tiers. So you're not going to be forced to do it yet, but you will later on. Yeah. Um, and the other thing to know with the park reservations is that you know they they say a limited number of parks reservations per per pass. This doesn't include if you're staying at a Disney property. So if you're buying or if you have an annual pass, but then you have a a trip booked staying at a DVC resort. So this applies obviously specifically to DVC members. Um, you can book reservations for the entire duration of your DVC stay. Yeah. So that's, I saw a lot of people were confused about that and I guess didn't see that piece of it, but yes, that's, that's a good point, Trevor, that you are able to book for your whole trip. You don't, you're, you're not limited to that, that amount of days, which is, is good. That's the, the smart thing to do. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like, listen, this is, uh, it's, it's a, a mixed bag of stuff. Like I, I, you know, is it, I'm surprised they raised the price as much as they did. I mean, I'm never surprised by any price increases anymore, but, uh, you know, I'm not, but, um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised by this because it's, um, back to unpopular opinions. Disney doesn't want a bunch of annual pass holders there right now. Yeah. Yeah, they they absolutely don't, and and that's why they're making this more difficult. And I know for a lot of people, I've seen a lot of the comments around, you know, hey, this prices us out of using an annual pass. Um, that's kind of what Disney wants. Kind of the point, yeah. yeah. Kind of what the, they're trying to do, yeah. Because the 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 truth of the matter is, is that annual pass holders, and and especially like I, I for the longest time, I was like, you know, oh, blackout dates, you know, uh, you know, that seems like an annoyance. I, I realize that the whole point of Blacko dates is not just, you know, they, they don't want annual pass holders going to the park on those days because they want to fill the park with people that will spend money. So on, yeah. on the very, you know, at the very busy times of year. So the, you know, the holidays, you know, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, all that kind of stuff. They, if you've got a bunch of annual pass holders there, you know, those are people that are showing up, you know, maybe doing a ride, maybe buying something from quick service and that's it. And especially now with the reservation system, they would rather have that those times a year full with, you know, people that are planning bigger trips are planning to spend the money. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it does. Now, now though, I have to, and I know you're looking at this too, right? Because you mm-hmm. were you were hoping to buy new annual passes, and and I don't know if you're still, it still makes sense for you to do it, like even with the price increase, or because for for me, like you know, at this point, I got to redo the math, right? So I knew before that it would have made sense between the two trips to do it, right? But now with the the new price, it's like okay, now I got to figure out if it, it actually makes sense, you know? So so for me, it does. It, the 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 cutoff is around nine or ten days that um, that the annual pass saves a, saves us money at least. So if we're planning to do two trips in the in the next year, yeah, it still saves us money. Um, only because we we do week long trips. Um, the yeah, the yeah. part that's still up in the air is the water park option because we would in the past you know we would go for that. But because we're going earlier in the year this year, like around February, um, it, you know, it can be hit and miss, you know, that there's, there's sometimes where it is actually cold enough that, you know, even as Canadians, we don't want to go to the water park. Well, and um, it kind of seems like it's one of those things you don't have to decide in the beginning. Like you can add it on anytime, you know? Yeah. But, but it, 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 it basically boils down to if, if we don't do it in February and we end up 
going in like October or November, um, we would, it would still make more sense just to pay for the individual water park pass because we're not doing two, two trips with it. Um, yeah, like, you know, it it still does make sense. And, And the thing is, is it still makes sense because it's in parallel with, um, the overall price increases for park tickets, like what, you know, yeah. like you said, you know, we, we did the math on it and it, it does have the potential to still save us money if we go enough in, in the year. And, and again, this year coming up, you know, we, you know, same as everybody else, we have a surplus of points. We're planning to, to try and do more trips than we would normally do in a single year. But, um, past that like like you know th- this next year is kind of the exception because you know we haven't traveled for a couple of years and we have the money to put towards it um going past that i don't know if it'll actually make sense and gotcha. and it kind of gets into the you know th- this is the discussion that you know a lot of people are having around you know hey th- they're pricing us out of going but you know the truth of the matter is um you don't have to go to disney every year yeah. And, you know, even as DVC members, you don't have to go. And, and, and all like I, I was, I was thinking about this all week because, you know, there's been lots of discussion around the annual passes. And, and I, I actually thought back, you know, as a kid, um, we went once every five years. Yeah. It's so, kind of similar for us. We went every, you know, I don't know. I don't know if there was like a cadence to it, but it was not every year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, I, I think it's, you know, a lot of people got used to the idea of, you, you know, just being able to go every year. And, you know, we, we've gotten used to that too, you know, in the last, uh, like, you know, six or seven years, we've been going pretty regularly, but, um, unfortunately because of these changes, you know, it, you may have to dial it back and and it sucks. It like, I know a lot of people, a lot of the reactions are, you know, people are just, they're upset because they're being told, no, you can't go to Disney as much as you want to go. Um, but that's that's just reality right now so yeah 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 i mean i you know i i think these are these are interesting i you know this this changes this interesting but it's it's not all that different from what i was expecting it's uh, you know more the prices i you know i i think we thought that they were probably going to change it somehow and and make it a little more even like the the disneyland passes are like i mean it's pretty much the same as the magic key program it's it's very similar yeah know? it's it, it they are it looks like they're definitely trying to parallel the two now they are yeah. which um it, it is that is a good thing at least from that point of view is that you know getting getting both like i i know for people say you know disneyland disney world you know they're in totally different parts of the country it shouldn't matter but people look at disney overall and yeah you know a a lot of people try to relate you know well i went to disney and they did that or disneyland and they did this um you know why is it totally different in disney world right so exactly yeah so i i can see you know it's good that they're doing that And, and you know truth be told it as much as you know people who are florida residents you know that I I've seen some, you know, people saying, you know, those lower passes, there's way too many restrictions on them, but it's very similar to the, uh, to the, the Southern California passes where, yeah, there, there was a ton of blackouts. There was, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be convenient all the time. It was, you know, they knew that people, you know, living in that area, you do have the luxury of, you could go to Disney any day of the year. 
So th- they're kind of playing to that and, and they, and they also want to make sure that they keep, um, uh, I hate to say it, but they, what they don't want to see happen is if they make this annual pass or if they make annual passes available to absolutely everybody, um, you kind of end up with situations like the, um, uh, they weren't, or what were they called? The social groups in Disneyland. I don't know. I don't even, I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. So, so what it was is basically that the people translated to, they were almost like biker gangs in Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's but, fun. And so it was, so, but, but they weren't, um, so it, you know, these people, like they would actually go around, they would have like matching jackets with like a logo for their social group is what they called them. Um, but it, it perpetuated a, and you know, I, I watched this years ago where, you know, these people would go around the parks and they almost had like, like turf wars to a point, like, <laughs> like, like there would be like groups of like, Hey, you know, you know, this is where this social group hangs out. You know, you can't be here kind of so weird. Yeah. Like, like it, it, and, and the problem is, is that the reason that people were able to do that is because they were buying annual passes and they were able to go so much that, you know, it, they, it, it kind of breeded that sense of entitlement that, you know, they figured that their social group was more important than what Disney was doing. And Disney had to rein that back in. They had to, you know, you know, you know, deal with, uh, and, and that's not to say that all social groups were like that. It was, you know, but it, there was always that fringe of, you know, people that were very negative and toxic. And, you know, Disney doesn't want to enable that. And they don't want it to get to a point where, you know, a bunch of people that, you know, think that they're entitled to be in the park all the time is uh, making for a negative experience for other people that, you know, aren't necessarily coming all the time. Yeah. So I, I, I can see why they, you know, they put a lot of the limitations in because Disney has been burned by that before by, you know, they've, I've seen the other side of it where they've opened up annual passes and made it for absolutely everyone. And, you know, the, the problem with that is that it, it attracts absolutely everyone, not just Disney fans. <laughs> so sure. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. It's, I thought the other interesting thing in here though, too, was they mentioned that, um, well, first of all, these are going to be available September 8th. I would expect to be waiting in a virtual queue uh, as, as that happened with magic key. I know people ended up waiting hours uh, in, in virtual queues for that. Um, so, you know, the, I would expect the same thing here. I think these are going to be popular still, even at the price that they're at. Um, but I did th- think it was interesting that, that they made it very clear that, well, where is the line about it? That they made, they could stop selling these at any time. Like that was, that was a line that they have in there. Oh, why, where can, why can't I find it? I just had it up. <laughs> They said in here, please note, as we continue to manage attendance to provide a great experience for everyone at any time, annual passes may be unavailable for purchase so that oh. they might just stop selling them at any time. It seems like they're trying to sell a limited amount or they're just preparing for the possibility they might have to downgrade capacity and just, I don't know. I think it's a twofold thing. I think that, uh, yeah, one they're you know, they're, they're looking at, um, if if they have to downgrade capacity, yeah, they don't want to be in a position where there's a way too many people out there with APs. So there is there is still definitely some control there. Also, I think because of the fiftieth, they they definitely want to control how many people have APs going into the fiftieth, regardless of any other outside factors, 
because, you know, like I said earlier, they don't want a bunch of AP people there that are not spending money when they could have people coming that want to celebrate the 50th and spend money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just interesting that they put that out. I mean, it's probably just a cover their butt kind of thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I, who knows if they'll actually stop selling them at any point, but I think they probably just want to keep that option available to them. So I, I did read something about the magic keys actually selling out. Like sold out completely? Well, they, they stopped selling them for a little while because, yeah, say, same kind of thing as I think that, um, you know, Disney's, they're, they're not just going to, or there's going to be a surge of people wanting to buy APs. And I don't think Disney wants to, they don't want to make that, um, av- or they, they don't want to open up that floodgate yet. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. All right, I think we talked enough about annual passes, but I, I'm I'm really I'm got to do the math on this and really figure out if it makes sense for so, me. But so far, I like it, having an annual pass; it's nice to have. Yeah, know? so far for me, it does make sense. But um, like I said, we're you know some of the the smaller things like water parks are still up in the air, and yeah, it, it really hinges on us taking a second trip in the year. So well. And also, I, I got to remember too to include park hopping in there too, because that's that's a consideration here, right? With an AP, you can hop parks at yeah. will. With with you know with a regular ticket, you have to add that feature on. So, you know that that's part of the calculation here too. So I, I you know I'm going to take a look, but I'll, I'll be interested to see. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's let's talk about you've been wanting to to talk about this <laughs> all episode. What space two twenty? Yeah. Yeah, did you watch the video that's in this Instagram post? Mm, no, I have From not. Zachary? Oh, man. I know Let you don't me. like spoilers, so you don't want to ruin it, right? Well, <laughs> oh, okay, is this... Oh, this is showing the uh, the launch sequence yeah, it's, thing? Yeah, it's showing okay, the elevator, then, yeah. Then, no, yeah. I will pass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in this video, though, we get that uh, Space 220 is opening September 20th, which, if you're listening to this right now, is two weeks from uh, from the day that we put this out. So that's really exciting. Uh, I it's I thought it was funny though because I as soon as I saw this I immediately hopped onto the app to see if reservations were open right mm-hmm. and simultaneously realized that reservations are now only sixty days out and I wasn't sixty days out yet and that also that they didn't have reservations yet so it was a double <laughs> a double sad uh, <laughs> you know, it's like oh they don't have reservations yet and I'm not within my window so but I, that's I, I good just, though yeah. Yeah, that's because, true. Because that now you you know that it's coming and you can plan for that sixty day instead of scrambling because you know if your trip was in like three weeks and you were having to to try and get a reservation, that would be stressful. Yeah, that would be stressful, right? I mean, maybe I I don't think there's any way they don't do reservations here. But what what was the restaurant that they just did? Is it the crepe place that only that just has virtual? There's one of them that only has like virtual uh, walk up. I forget what it is though now. Oh, like that mobile order only? It's not mobile order only. It's, it's that virtual line that they're doing, uh, where, so they, they have a thing on the app and, and you haven't been in a while, right? So you mm-hmm. probably don't even know this, but, um, if you don't have a reservation, instead of walking up, uh, you can just go on the app and say, and get in line basically. Oh, or like a walk up. So, yes. So instead yeah. of going to the, to the, the host or hostess yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. and getting on the list, you can just do it through the app now. Yep, you do it through the app. Yep. Oh, okay. 
But I don't know if that's what they're going to, I mean, I doubt they're going to do that with this. This is, I mean, I think this is a highly anticipated restaurant. I know I'm highly anticipating it, but just based on the things I see on Facebook, like a lot of people want to go here. It just looks super cool. Yeah. So well, I, I mean, we, we were, we were sold on this well over a year ago. So it, there's a lot. It's of, been like several, I feel like it was like 2018. They announced this. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like we started talking about it in 2019 and then, yeah, you were, you were planning to go in 2020 and then it just. Yeah, everything fell apart. Everything fell apart. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, listen, now we have an opening date. Again, we'll all believe it when we see it, but, um, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> like, is is so this going to be one of those things where you have to provide photographic evidence that you actually did it because, yeah, like, I don't Space know. Mountain? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, you know, that's, that's a, that's not a question for me. So <laughs> no one will I mean, believe I, you actually went there. Oh, I will take lots of pictures though. I mean, I, I will for sure. I'll take a video of the whole thing all the yeah, way up. Uh, I was you know, going to say, why, why are you not videoing it? You should be, you oh, know, yeah. you know, getting on video and showing everybody. Because I'm old. I don't understand video. <laughs> <laughs> we took pictures, you know. Just I'm going to bring a Polaroid phone. camera with me, okay? That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to find a Polaroid camera, and I'm going to take Polaroids. And then you're just gonna, yeah. all going to have to deal with a Polaroid. Um <laughs> So the other thing, and you know, Damon told this to us before the show, and I didn't know this, but Zach Ridley also revealed a mural of Mickey Mouse in the creation shop. And apparently this is causing a stir on the internet, which I hadn't seen. I thought everybody was cool with this. Um, I, I like it. I think it looks cool. Yeah. The, I mean, so it's a hand painted mural that's going to be, or it's in Epcot. And I, I agree with Damon. I think it looks really nice. Like it, yeah, it's it, a 35 foot hand painted mural. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I think, you know, pe- people always love getting on when Mickey doesn't look like Walt's Mickey, right? Sure. Or it doesn't, doesn't look like classic Mickey. Like th- this is definitely a new, um, you know, a new look for Mickey. It still looks very much like Mickey Mouse. Like, I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's a very nice update to it. Um, but of course, you know, people, like you said, people on the internet love, uh, love picking things apart, even when that doesn't need to happen. <laughs> it's just interesting, though, because like, he's looked different throughout the years, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and he's had, a, I almost feel like the one in this one is the one I remember from, uh, oh gosh. It's, it's closer to like, um, like the a Christmas 90s. One. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, that one is the one I'm, I, I'm really getting vibes from. You know what I mean? That version of Mickey. Um, but I, I feel like they aren't trying to go with a new version. I think they're just trying to do a cool piece of art that's not necessarily Mickey's. I mean, it's, it, it's inspired by the different versions of Mickey's, right? Like it doesn't have to be exactly Mickey. It's just such an odd thing that anybody would be annoyed by this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, especially I- when Mickey Mouse has changed like a ton. Yeah. Well, but people always attach to their version of Mickey, you know, you know, as we were all growing up, you know, like I remembered, um, you know, watching certain Mickey Mouse cartoons and identifying that as like, oh, that was, that was the Mickey Mouse cartoons. Like that was what I remembered. But really those cartoons that I was watching were already, yeah, like you said, you know, it's, it changed multiple times over the years. But because that's what I identified, anytime I would see anything else, you know, whether it was older or newer, I would go, hey, that doesn't look right. So, I yeah. get it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, th- I think people do that. But, yeah, it's, you know, 
you know, all in all that this mural, I, I, I love the color on it and I love how, um, like it's actually called Mickey in motion. Right. And, and I yeah. think, you know, it, it definitely has a lot of cool movement to it. So, yeah, for sure. And, and it's just a, it's just really the, like you said, the colors are very cool. Um, just be like, again, be just cause Mickey doesn't look exactly like he's always looked. It's, it's not, su- it's not supposed to be an exact, you can see an exact picture of what he's supposed to look like in a lot of places, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. how about we have an artistic inspiration for it? Yeah, especially so. in somewhere like it's the, uh, you know, the, what is the, the place called the creation? Where is it? Oh, the creation, creation shop. Yeah. yeah, creation shop. Yeah. I, I keep wanting to call it creation station. This is going to become a new meme or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, creations. Yeah. It's yeah. creations. Yeah. Yeah. The, so yeah, in the creation shop, like, why would you not have a unique take on Mickey Mouse in there? Like, it, like, yeah. That's what does good. want? They just want like an exact picture of him. Like, what? Yeah, it's it's not creative just to do the same thing that has been done many times before. Yeah, it's just that's just so silly. Like, is this is just one of those examples of like a, a fan base just you know being silly about something? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, no, it's not an, liking it's, 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 because yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's an original piece of art. Like, it's not supposed to be the exact thing. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think they even said in the announcement too here that it's it's. Oh gosh, I think he said just like it was. Uh, it's it's inspired by you know the the different Mickey's throughout the years, right? So yeah. that's it's not gonna be the exact thing. I mean, man, it's just uh, at, listen. At least for all you haters of the new uh, the new series, like it's not the new version of it. Yeah, it's, it's like, not the Mickey shorts. Uh, yeah, uh, Mickey Mouse. It's the old version. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it's closer back to like the uh, um, the House of Mouse and nineties. Mickey yeah. Mouse or that. And I, I think maybe that's the interesting thing is, you know, as he says, you know, it's, it's inspired by different versions of Mickey. I, I think that, you know, anybody looking at this will take different pieces out of it, right? Like you will, yeah. like, you know, we're like, lo- I'm looking and going, Oh, this reminds me of, you know, something from when I was younger, but everyone will kind of have their own take on it, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, do like people realize like how different the original Mickey Mouse looks from like the one from the fifties? Mm-hmm. Like it's not even the same character. <laughs> like you I, know, I always think back there. There was an '80s. Um, there was a little short where it was. Um, so it was like the current Mickey Mouse at the time, and he was like super animated and dancing. And then it was like the original 1930s Mickey Mouse, and he was yeah. just like like he was dancing next to him, but it was just like the same animation. And the new Mickey Mouse was like doing all this stuff, and then he turns to the other ones like what are you doing? And the other one just turns to him and goes squawk. And that's it. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's people forget. Yeah. You know, that there has been a huge evolution to Mickey and there still is like, it's never going to stop. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. It just, I I just don't understand why people get mad about certain things. Sometimes it's just, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure I understand what people's specific problem is with this mural. Like, is it the, is it, I saw somebody comment about his eyes, how he looked like tired or something. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, you no, know, may- maybe you're projecting the fact that you're tired. I don't know. No, no, no. So I saw a comment <laughs> that said that. Oh, yeah. Or oh, you're saying that yeah. person? I thought you were saying to me. No, not okay. to you. I'm saying yeah to to random person. You know, maybe you're the one that's tired and you're just projecting that. No, I think it's because there's actual like there is more shading done on this one, and actually looking at. 
so really looking at it now, like the, so there, there's three different depictions of Mickey on it. And the middle one has a lot more shading and color going on. Whereas if you look at the one to the right, um, it's a little more flat. So it's, it, it is, you know, that older Mickey mouse, which didn't actually have a lot of detail or shading to it. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> People. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just like, yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I hadn't really seen it, but then again, I don't really do Instagram. And so I didn't read like Instagram comments, but you know, it, it seems very mixed on Instagram. But again, I, I also don't care about what anyone on the internet says about anything. So whatever. Uh, so, so <laughs> I actually heard something a little while ago, uh, not, so not just related to Disney, but just, you know, hobbies in general is like, you know, you're allowed, you know, even when, you know, people, say something is garbage or, you know, that it's, you know, people don't like something, you're allowed to like it. Like it just because yeah, people exactly. decide that, you know, oh, this is bad or, you know, like this show is bad or why would you watch the show? I'm allowed to like something like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe, uh, and, and I think Damon had to go, but I mean, I believe Damon even described this. Uh, didn't, didn't he say this is fire or something? He said something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, I, I, and you know, David's hard to impress. He's not here, so I can say you know funny things about him. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was, I'm not surprised by that because this is, I mean, this is a cool piece of art, man. I mean, this is hand painted. Everyone's been complaining that Disney's been doing a lot of stuff with like decals instead of making like hand painted pieces anymore. This is a hand painted 35 foot mural. Like, come on, yeah. Now. This just tells you that, you know, you, and, and to be fair, keep in mind that, you know, the same people that complain about one thing are not the same people oh, that yeah. complain about something else. It's always, yeah. you know, it, it's not the same people on the internet always complaining, but you know, you can't win, right? You know, if you, if oh, you do, if you do the, if you do the, the decals, if you do, you know, something computer generated, people will complain about that, but then you do hand painted. And, you know, people, well, that wasn't what I was thinking or that wasn't yeah. what I like. Right. Or if That's they would have used the newer version of Mickey, people would be like, oh, you should have used the older version. And then like, yeah. you know, it's just it's impossible to please anybody. Like it's I just I don't buy into any time there's Internet outrage about stuff. It's like, just yep. stop. just stop. Yep. <laughs> you're you're you're, uh, you're 50 people out of hundreds of thousands. I like it. I will. <laughs> yeah. I will walk into the creation shop and I will I will stop and look at this because I I know what it is you know and and the interesting thing is is that you know this will become like anything else you know this will become a piece or a part of the shop going forward oh yeah and, and over time like like the, the thing is people love getting focused on the stuff over time it'll be you know you'll walk in there and people will just see it and they'll it'll just be part of it like it, it'll be oh you know you know it, it's like walking into the land right like the land has those balloons and it has very specific things to it that make you you know where you are right this will be the same thing for the creation shop in epcot is you know you'll walk in there and it'll be oh there's this mural in the back and and the funny thing is is that um like anything else you will eventually see this kind of stuff show up like on etsy t-shirts or you know even oh, of official disney merchandise like the same way that there's that one mickey in uh in harambe market the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you know that one that doesn't look right at all. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. But but you know, people people will you know eventually people will focus on that and you'll see it. You know, there, there's the initial dislike of it, but then that will go away, and then people will just accept it as being part of 
the atmosphere of Disney. Well, and it'll be something you identify the creature shop with, right? It's yeah. that's like there's always those things like in every place where it's like, oh, I remember this one piece of this that you know that that reminds me of the the creation shop. Like it's a, it's a really cool, I, it's a really cool piece. I, I, I like mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. All right, let's let's. I think let's, that's enough of that. Yeah, well, let's because well, I want to talk about food at the end here before we leave, and then uh, we can talk quickly about this kite tails thing. Um, coming to animal kingdom. Um, so this is a new show that's going to happen in the discovery river theater, which used to be where, um, Oh my gosh, I already forgot the name of the show. Uh, rivers of light. <laughs> yes. Rivers of light. Thank yeah. you. Um, and so basically they have these really cool kites and I, you know, I, there's a video out there and I, you know, it'll be linked to, but, um, of these kites that they've created and, and they're pretty cool. Some of them are as big as 30 feet. I mean, and, you know, they're going to be basically bringing them around this lagoon. I, I just think this is kind of fits so nicely into the Animal Kingdom, you know, aesthetic vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it, I don't know. It just it just really f- kites. The idea of kites just really fit into that to me. Well, and, and I think, um, you know, the problem with Rivers of Light was that it was it was a evening nighttime show and Animal Kingdom doesn't really have uh, much of a nighttime presence. And it's for the part that, you know, there is actual animals there and they can't be running all kinds of ex- extravagant things, you know, like fireworks and music and all that kind of stuff into the evening. Um, so yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think this is a great way to do this and a great way to fit that vibe of, of, uh, animal kingdom and also a good use for the, uh, um, for that, area that they built for rivers of light like yeah, i, I think sure. that they uh you know they realized they had to do something with it but it couldn't be a nighttime show and you know something visual during the day kites do make sense because it yeah it's not uh you know one it's it's not completely um you know stressing out the animals <laughs> and, exactly it's gonna be quiet <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? well i mean i'm sure there'll be music and stuff but yeah, you know, no more so than there usually is during the day right so, exactly exactly yeah. All right, so yeah. uh, okay. we'll, our last thing we'll talk about is the, um, the they put out a foodie guide to Disneyland, and we're talking Disneyland, yeah. By the way, I'm just going to drool over stuff that I can't eat um, <laughs> because I won't be there. But I do. This food looks really good, and I wanted to talk about it. So, <laughs> um, do you want to just go through these different these different sections here? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, let's uh, so do what we normally do. <laughs> Yeah, I like um yeah, th- there's a lot here. I didn't realize how much there was here, but uh it's not too bad. I think we can get through it pretty quickly. Okay. But um I I was going to say start at the Carnation Cafe over here, the, the um Okay, all right. Uh Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're skipping past Pizza Planet and all that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Pizza we don't have pictures of that stuff, do we? I thought that was oh no, that's the overall. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, that's just that's just like an overall fr- first yeah. picture, right? So um, I'm just looking at this. Um, okay, here we go. So, oh my gosh, what is this stuff right here? <laughs> Actually, oh, the, so the Carnation Cafe only has the spicy fried chicken sandwich. Yeah, and then, and then the French French market has the Haunted Mansion holiday wreath cookie. That looks pretty cool. Which is, that's a lot of green dye. <laughs> but <laughs> it is, yeah, it, it is green. Yeah, very green. Um, chocolate cherry cake. That sounds good. Chocolate cake, buttercream frosting, sour cherries, and cream cheese filling. 
I'm in. Uh, I I never liked chocolate cherries. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, how about uh, loaded barbecue pork fries? That sounds good to me. Is that this monstrosity of a picture? that Those are onion rings, and those are loaded onion rings. Onion rings topped with creamy cheese sauce, crispy bacon, and green onions. That looks amazing. Uh, Don't call that a monstrosity. That looks amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I think I think it fits with Halloween and from the horror standpoint because I'm pretty revolted by that. (laughs) Oh my god! I would eat I would eat all of those, but I'd also eat these barbecue pork fries. I I, I like the fact that they called them loaded barbecue pork fries and not uh, poutine because yeah 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 yeah. Well, it's not. There's no gravy in this, right? So it's it's. Slow barbecue, cooked barbecue pork, cheddar, pork, cheddar, Chipotle ranch. Yeah, okay, yeah. fine. But yeah, so no yeah. gravy there. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, okay, Ooh, let's... Halloween, Halloween candy Sunday. That sounds good. I never. So okay, yeah, yeah. Going so that's a Gibson girl. Um, going further down the list, like the the thing is, is all these. So they always have these ones that look nice, but I don't feel would be very good. Like really? <laughs> yeah, like the so so like for the desserts, like there's that uh I I can't even tell it's like that that one that says dig in on it, the with the tombstone. Oh yeah. Let's see what that is. Um Yeah, I don't know. To, again, yeah, this isn't organized nearly as well as As well ones. as it usually is. Yeah, yeah, usually it lists the stuff right underneath where it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's it's a little bit of a mess this time. <laughs> Yeah, so so I guess the thing is, is there's always like the these um, these dessert things, like it's a cake pop or something. And you know, it looks cool, but I never like. It always seems like it's just the same thing. Like it's like here's a cake pop that looks like Jack Skellington, or here's you know a Minnie Mouse looking thing, and and it's like I wish that they would take the other good stuff that they're doing and like apply that to it instead of just doing the easy. Like, you know, it's always a cake popper. It's always a cookie that they've decorated, right? And Oh, I found it. It's ha- Halloween gray stuff. Traditional gray stuff with a tombstone cookie. Okay. Which, which the, again, the is, yeah. okay, fine. You know, you've got a cookie and you've got icing there, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I the, the dessert stuff, I'm, I'm kind of over it at the moment. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's ro- go down a little bit then. How about a uh, barbecue bacon dog, a foot long hot dog with bacon slices, barbecue sauce, fried onions, Jack and cheddar cheese and chives. I'm all about that right there. That's, Give me that. That's crazy. Yeah. That, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Without the cheese for you. I know you don't do cheese, right? Yeah. So yeah. I would skip on the cheese, but yeah, I mean, that would, uh, I mean, that, that looks like it would be a meal in and of itself. It does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like Boy, that. I see they have monkey bread, which I love monkey bread, but it's pumpkin spice and I hate pumpkin spice. So <laughs> <laughs> can't win. Yeah. I'm up for the chicken and brisket grilled cheese sandwich though. Brisket grilled cheese, hot chicken, pickled uh, pepper relish. That sounds kind of delicious. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's chicken. Good... Ooh, chicken and brisket. I just caught yeah. that. That's... Chicken and brisket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Exactly. We yeah. got a bunch of, uh, we got a bunch of, let's see. A so hold on. The... A funnel cake. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, uh, before that, the spicy corn dog actually looks like it could oh, yeah. be interesting. So I, yeah. I usually corn dogs are kind of sweet. And, and, the, and also, by the way, this is at the stage drawer cafe. This is not the red wagon for anyone that's wondering. Um, so I, I mean, I would hope that it's the same level of corn dog as you get from the red wagon, but you know, I, I would be down for, um, for, yeah, something a little more spicy for my corn. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm down with that too. Uh, I, I'm also in for a chocolate hazelnut funnel cake with Halloween sprinkles. That sounds pretty good. Because <laughs> uh, the funnel cake is topped with chocolate hazelnut spread, whipped cream, and I, I'm not, I, you know, get rid of the chocolate espresso powder. Don't need that. The rest yeah. of it, I'm in. <laughs> so, all right, let's talk churros, though. The, let's, let's, these churros are kind of crazy. Holy. All right, you want to so, read the churros? Okay, so, so we, we've got. So we've got a churro with pumpkin dipping sauce at yeah. Casey's Casey Junior Circus Train. So that's just a regular churro with the pumpkin dipping sauce. Yeah, um, chocolate dusted churros at that's Critter Country. White chocolate dark and milk churro. chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. White chocolate churro at New Orleans, and then a pumpkin spice churro, which uh, that I just lost Tom. <laughs> yeah, you um, lost me. Yep, I yeah. hate pumpkin spice. And then a chocolate cookie churro. There's a lot of a lot of chocolate going on here. I go chocolate cookie churro. That's probably the one I go with. That sounds good. Yeah, I go okay, yeah, that's yeah, that's like chocolate cookie crumble. So it's like a like an Oreo yeah, yeah. over yeah. top of your churro. Yeah, that's what I would go with. Yeah. I I would try the pumpkin spice one. I'm not against pumpkin spice. Um I mean I, I would be curious to see how well it works on a churro, but yeah, I I do I see your point, you know, pumpkin spice this time of year gets kind of gets overdone. into everything. Yeah. So gets into I everything. I, I don't know if I really need it in my churro necessarily. Oh wow, you're right. There's a lot of stuff in here. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's skip down a little bit. I'm just looking at here's a place yeah, I'm let- gonna lose you. Corn dog castle, pepper jack cheese stick. Oh, I'm in for this. It's just a deep fried pepper jack cheese stick. Didn't. I again, you know, I would love to try it, but I just I, I can't oh. sacrifice the rest of my day. For eating a cheese stick. <laughs> I mean, I peppered, it, it, it's a big piece of cheese, too. Oh, yeah. man, that looks good. Uh, and then I'm also looking at the um, spicy mac and cheese cone. Yeah. that, that I, I may actually consider, like, mac and cheese is kind of borderline for me. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I I would consider this. Ooh, yeah. They got some... They got some loaded gravy fries I'm seeing here. They're not calling it poutine though. They're calling them loaded gravy fries. Yep. So, so be <laughs> maybe, happy. Maybe about they that. heard me when I said stop calling it poutine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, let's see what else we got. I'm just scrolling the, down a little bit here. So. So okay, I I take back a little bit of what I just said about you know stop doing cake pops. The, the one that's standing out to me is this cozy cone macaroon filled with peanut butter cream and pretzels. Okay. So, oh yeah, that one looks good. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's a it's a macaron, which again is not a cake pop, and the fact that they're using a peanut butter cream, like, like it's a little bit different. It's not just you know the same candy or confection that you always find, right? Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. All right. I, now I'm just going to scroll down and see what catches my eye. That's that's where I'm going to go now. So, <laughs> uh, what about? Did you skip past flows? Because flows actually is usually pretty good. Let's see what is what is got what is Flo's got over here? Spicy chicken got, fries. Yeah, that's where I was mentioning the loaded gravy fries. They got loaded buffalo chicken fries. That yeah, sounds amazing. Loaded gravy fries sounds good. I'm not a chili person, but you know the, the buffalo chicken would probably be my go-to. Yeah, I'd go buffalo chicken or loaded gravy either way. I'm I'm in because they're chicken. It also has chicken tenders, jack cheese, and smo- smothered gra- uh, smothered in gravy. That's that just sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, at least they're call- not calling it poutine. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's see what else we got here oh oh man i got i see some loaded tots over here um i'm always down for a tot uh <laughs> well i don't so, even see the description though of the tots can we talk about uh lamplight lounge has 
ghost pepper nachos, oh. which, you know, haha, you know, ghost pepper as a, as a pun at Halloween is great, but also ghost peppers are, you know, pretty spicy. This is interesting because they, uh, um, or they're putting it in quite a few things. There's a ghost pepper cheese sauce, a ghost pepper marinated steak. Wow. Like that's, yeah. Is that the and, picture that's above with the green chips? Yeah, that's the green tortilla okay. chips. The so, green tortilla so, chips? Okay. So again, they're, they're really going all in with this like neon green this year too, which, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what they're using to make that color dye, but you know, yeah. I just know what happens after, you know, you eat uh, something that's got color <laughs> yeah. dye like that. And yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, it, I've I've experienced this before. Um, <laughs> a, a, a couple of days of that may not be good for the digestive <laughs> system. Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, where I, I'm trying to find the description for these loaded tots. I don't see them anywhere. I just see tots with some cheese and bacon on them and jalapeno. I'm down. I'm in for that. Give me that. <laughs> and the the Jack Skellington uh, cake pop. That looks good. I. <laughs> I know you just said Again, you hate it, cake pops. It, it does. It looks good, but I don't like. That's the problem. It's, it looks good, but that doesn't mean that it's actually any good. Oh, here they are. The ghost pepper potato bites. So the okay. again, like you mentioned, the ghost pepper cheese sauce, smoky bacon, picking yeah. with jalapenos. Ghost pepper might be a little too far for me. Like I, I'm not a big spicy person, but oh, we got more churros. Do you see? There's more churros. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow. Oh, these ones are even. These are crazier. crazier. Yeah, these are crazier. Fr- fruity sugar churro. The- oh, this is okay. We're, well, let's call this what it is. It's fruity pebbles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fruity pebbles. I was thinking fruit loops, but yeah. Well, yeah, it could be that too. It says tossed in fruity cereal sugar. So I. Right. I mean, it it could be either one of those, right? Like caramel uh, apple churro. Oh. Chocolate yeah. marshmallow and chocolate and matcha churro. I I'm not a matcha fan. I like matcha, so that would. Uh, yeah, uh, give me all three of these except for the last one. <laughs> like, I'll do three out of four. Well, I also see the uh, <laughs> the pickle, the pickle dog, the pickle dog is back. Yeah, yeah. Did it ever leave though? Was it there the whole time? <laughs> I, well, I guess it, they're just they're advertising it again. Oh, but now it's it's rolled in a cheddar cheese blend. I don't think that that was the case yeah. before. Now yeah, it, it looks cheese on the. Outside. It looks like extra. Like there's like four layers going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think that's all I really see on here. That's, I mean, this looks like some good stuff. I'm just kind of sad I can't eat any of it because I won't be there. Yeah. So, but I like to, talking food. So you'll have to live vicariously through some of our listeners that uh, get to go to Disneyland. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. I know. I know someday I'm going to go back there, but uh, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm waiting to see one with this new DVC resort and also what the expansion is going to look like. I'm, I'm really interested in that. So yeah. If the expansion ever happens. Yeah. I think it will, but I think we're still a good three or four years out on it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you want to wrap this thing up? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Like one Daniel's second. It's going <laughs> to pop in at the very last second again, like he did last time. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if he's been listening this whole time or not, but I guess we'll find out here. Um, <laughs> okay, I totally lost my spot because I was too busy looking at pictures of food. Food, yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. happens. Yeah, you get distracted yeah. by food. You know, it, it, it happens to me all the time. Exactly. All right. So, um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, you can always reach out to us at welcomehomepodcast at gmail dot com. We uh, 
we love hearing from you guys. We have lots of uh, great back and forth, you know, people sharing their experiences, asking us questions, you know, you know, j- about trips, about DVC, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, um, you know, drop us an email if you guys uh, want to talk to us. Yeah. Um, if you if you would rather find us on Facebook, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast there. And there is also the Welcome Home Disney waitlist, which you can uh, join and be part of the conversation. Um you know, we, it's, the group is getting bigger, but, uh, um, you know, we, we want to make sure that everyone in there is being respectful of one another. I think, you know, overall the group is pretty great about, uh, you know, we can have discussions in there and we can talk about things and, um, it's not like other Disney groups where, <laughs> where people tend to devolve into drama. So, um, you know, come hang out with us if you want, uh, you know, the nice Disney, um, Facebook group. <laughs> um, yeah, also, Damon, Damon's going to ban anybody that isn't nice. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I, I mean, you know, he, he did warn on that, you know, you know, if, if you're not going to be nice, you won't be in the group. So, um, so there's that. Um, but you know, overall, like I said, you know, all, all of our listeners that are in there are really nice and, uh, um, yeah, come be part of the conversation if you want to see what people are talking about. And, uh, also, if uh, you want to follow us in other places, there's YouTube and Instagram. YouTube is Welcome Home Podcast and Instagram is Welcome Home Picks. Um, great places to follow us as, uh, you know, we are lining up trips here. You know, Tom is planning a trip. You'll see, you'll see stuff from that posted on those, uh, those platforms. So make sure you guys, uh, uh, subscribe there so you can stay up to date on what kind of shenanigans Tom gets up to on his trip. You know, we'll, we'll see how drinking on the, around the world goes. I'm going to, I documented it last time I did it, and I if I go if I document it this time, it'll probably be just as funny as it was the last time. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing like a, an Instagram story devolve as you. Well, uh, <laughs> it's the progression, right? Because yeah. the, the first country, you're all like happy, and then by the time you get like halfway through, you're starting to get a little more, you know. Mm. Yeah, it just it, it's the progression is a fun is a fun view. So yeah, you, you, I don't even know what an Instagram story is. So maybe I'll leave this up to my my wife or my yeah. sister to take care of. I think they understand Instagram, but I do not. So <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just wait for you know the breakdown in Norway or something. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends on what side we start on, right? Like yeah. so, because I usually start Mexico, but the people I was with say, like, no, you got to end with the tequila and the margaritas, and I was like. You know, you might be right about that. <laughs> and I feel because of the fact that, um, like there, there's the, the, the crepe stand and everything in France, you actually may want to start the other way this time. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking we start. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> anyway. so yeah, make sure you guys, uh, follow that because, you know, obviously we, we've got trips coming up and, and that'll be, um, you know, those are the platforms to, to catch us. Uh, if you guys want some merchandise, make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. We are moved over to spring. Formerly, new store yeah we formerly store. We got teespring yeah yeah so there, there's new stuff up there um are the fanny packs available now oh the put... fanny packs are available okay my so friend. so we have <laughs> fanny packs for all you fanny pack enthusiasts out there make sure you get your welcome home podcast fanny pack i know and i, I, won't I will be wearing s- mine <laughs> <laughs> i will say too like the new stuff that's in there like the new masks that are in there are much nicer than the ones that were sold from the old store um you know, there's, there's some interesting stuff in there. We got pint glasses, we got bottles, you got, you know, there's all sorts of neat stuff you can get and, and stuff that I haven't put up yet too. So, um, but yeah, there's a new store. So go check it out. Um, there's some cool stuff in there. 
Exactly. And then also, if uh, you guys like the podcast and you want to support us, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash welcome home pod. And uh, we have different tiers there for support. And some of them have merchandise tied to them. And it'll also Exclusive. get you access to the Discord server. Exclusive merch. Exactly. We should mention. Yes, yeah. it is. It is exclusive to Patreon merch. So you won't. It's a. It's a Patreon exclusive logo that you won't find in the store. So uh, if you guys are interested in something like that, uh, you know, go check out the Patreon because. Uh, and then also, yeah, it gives you uh, access to the Discord, which uh, you know we. It's been fun. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah Discord's been fun. There's uh, good conversations on there. Uh, I am planning to, um, for those that know how to use Discord, there is a voice channel as well, and um, there will be the opportunity to do some streaming and stuff on there. So if you're interested um, in that kind of stuff, um, I would recommend, you know, checking it out. There's also been some talk of us using the, the, the new Patreon logo to make it into pins and to give that out to our Patreon folks. So I think yep. we're going to do that. So, you know, that's the thing. If you want the cool new logo and a pin, uh, that'll be something we do in the future, too. So, well, you know, we're going to do random little giveaways like that. So uh, listen, and if you're not Patreon, we're going to do that kind of stuff, too. Random giveaways and such. But it's, you know, just there's different yeah. stuff we're doing with Patreon. So Exactly. And last but not least, if uh, you guys want to leave us a review on iTunes, uh, you know, please do so. We we do look at those reviews. We do appreciate um, the effort that some people put into their their reviews, and and you know, you know, good and bad um, uh, comments are are we like them all because you know we do appreciate constructive criticism. Um, you know, just saying that we're boring or whatever is not constructive so you know don't do that but um you know also if you can leave us five stars because that makes tom happy well and i now i'm a little spoiled i only want my uh my reviews to be in poem form uh, so <laughs> so they, they please if you if you're going to give us a one-star review at least put some effort and make it a poem right. I, I think that set the bar a little high it did. <laughs> it's at the bar a little high for sure. So, uh, but also don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podca- Podcasts, ugh, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any podcast app you can uh, you can find out there. We are available. Just uh, search for Welcome Home. Just a reminder to our listeners: Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast for more information about anything we talked about today huge thank you to our sponsor uh, dvc rental store please check them out uh they've been a longtime partner of the show and uh you know check them out if you want to rent out your points or if you want to uh you know try out dvc and rent some points from a from an owner so join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert awol the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair How she can cuddle Is no man's affair I looked around from pole to pole Found her in a sugar bowl